So um, I've I've been a, a victim of emotional abuse, and I always seek people that are emotionally unavailable. And I'm beginning to see that um, it's because um, of my rejection issues. Um, I am facing serious abandonment issues. I have an incredibly dysfunctional relationship um, with my father. Um, it's a bit of a tough one to, to talk about, but um, it's had it has had a very detrimental um, impact on the romantic relationships that I've had. Um, I think it really has resulted to many of my failures because I, I find myself clinging so, so much onto that partner and I'm always seeing someone who's a tad few years older than me. Um, I think uh, I think it's because I'm missing that figure and the funniest thing is that um, is that I, I live in the same household as him. suffocating to be quite honest it's like it's like my chest is my chest is burning and i i, I can't keep up appearance anymore i'm i'm exhausted welcome to unravel with noctula quella this episode we will be exploring daddy issues and mommy issues Today, I will divulge into daddy and mommy issues. The reality is that most of us have daddy or mommy issues, and yes, I did involve myself in the equation. The truth is that we have been broken by some of our parents, and we carry that into our relationships unknowingly. Hey guys, welcome to episode three of Unravel with Noctula Quella. So what are mommy or daddy issues? <laughs> I feel like this term is, is used quite loosely and... It's actually um, a hard one to swallow. So mommy or daddy issues, from my knowledge, are psychological effects um, lasting into adult adulthood that are caused by childhood relationships with a mother or father. Some possible causes of mommy or daddy issues in an adult could be, number one, a parent who left the family or was mostly absent. Number two, a parent who was emotionally or physically abusive. Number three, a parent who wasn't loving or nurturing. And number four, a parent who was extremely overbearing. And lastly, a parent who treated the other parents badly. Definitely, definitely. And uh, actually what happens is that we learn from our parents how to relate with the other. So it forms a psychological blueprint in us. So basically what happens okay. is that we learn how to negotiate power on upon seeing how our parents interact with one another, maybe during times of conflict or when they are addressing their differences. And 
another thing with regards to emotional okay. um, contribution in our life we learn how to communicate our emotion on the basis of our experience with our parents how did they negotiate emotions and frustration with us mm -hmm. did they shout did they criticize did they actually just become overbearing on our inabilities to do certain things with that kind of psychological blueprint we take yeah. it with um, and use it as an informative frame of reference in our relation with the other person be it a boyfriend or a girlfriend so our attractions what turn us yeah. on and off is basically um, our childhood um, experiences and our attempt to address them uh, in that yeah. relationship with the other person it's not all bad it's not all bad sometimes you would want a strong man or a big man because you or your father was strong or your father was not strong and you wanting to him to yeah. be represented yeah. in your relationship and as a boy or a guy sometimes you may need a woman who is of a certain kind of physical um featured with regards to connection or relation to mommy and who actually yeah. treats you with certain respect um because of how mom treated you or has not treated you uh, previously but don't you think um like with daddy issues so what i do is because i have a dysfunctional relationship with my father um whom i feel is emotionally unavailable so what i do is i always say to myself that i do not want someone that's like him but here i find myself all, all the time being with someone who's emotionally unavailable and i now become this clingy person like I, I want attention. I want a morning text. I want a good night text. I want us to spend time. If a week goes by, we're not together. I am not okay. I know, I know. It can be quite tricky. Um, we attract what we are up against. Ah. Literally. <laughs> and it becomes so soothing because it's the love you know. And you constantly represent your mom in that Ooh. because you wanting the guy to yeah. to yeah. actually um, be there emotionally for you so it mimics your relation um, your childhood relation of both your parents maybe or your relationship with your father it mimics it um, so mm. I think it needs a bit of just yeah. a few things I think there is a few things that you need to to be able to start working on in order to improve on that a journey to self-discovery that means um uncovering what would availability in terms of emotion mean why is it so much important to you um what will it feel like if it yeah. is there because at the moment you don't have the language for it you don't know it right when that happens would you not destroy it because it's not the love you know normally mm. we wish for it but when it comes we don't know how to react to it because we don't know it yes yes because i find myself overthinking i i overthink a lot and then um trust issues now start to like creep in so when a person is like i'm really into you i i'm like really is that person really really into me so i think it just like draws me back to that relation that 
I, I've never received that type of love. So I always take him get. Mm-hmm. But tell me, why is it that is so questionable to you? Why do you think? What is it that you? Because there's something about your sense of deserving that is underlying. Yeah. Um, maybe yeah. you're questioning if you deserve this true kind of love that has no drama in it. Why is it that? you you feel you're not deserving of such why is it so disbelievable why is it um i think for me it's because i've i've encountered so much heartache like so so much heartache um mm. to the point that it's it's just created so much like so much doubt there's always like doubt lingering or like dangling over me and and now the question is yeah. how do i try to, to remove myself from that let's start by acknowledging the fact that the pain and suffering is promised it's part of our existential crisis as human beings um, yeah. by the virtue of loving you are opening yourself yeah. to a vulnerability of being hurt or getting hurt but i think one can reflect or actually explore on loving yeah. the right way there's a right kind of love that heals love heals love love can actually make a person grow and can okay. change people's lives okay. can heal people psychologically <laughs> true love but then we are addicted to this pain love it, it's called a, a pain body mm. according to Eckhart Tolle in his book a new earth it's called pain body where you are addicted to drama to pain and that's the love you know there hasn't been um a different kind of experience maybe we should explore um the other side of what you have experienced how would it look like and how you will react it because um, it can be toxic because literally you will attract the same kind of people because um you haven't just taken enough time to be with yourself and construct for yourself the kind of love that will heal you yeah because we spend so much time from one relationship to the other and one relationship to the other doing redoing redoing the same kind of repetition yeah einstein say the definition of yeah. madness is actually doing the same thing time and again and expecting the different results. So that's what we are doing. Mm. And and the funny thing is that um like I would find myself I I was always I was always that friend who was never single. Like you know when you're single but there's always like someone that's just like there. Mm. And like I became embarrassed at some point to like mm. tell my friends about someone, you know, because I felt like I was always like changing people and I think that was me just running away from my reality. And it's 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 it's, it's a bit, you can't get out of that. You create that miserable world. Yeah, literally. That's basically it. What do you mean you can't get out of it? Because first of all, you recreate it by actually uh, talking about it to your friend, constantly reconditioning yourself in the mm-hmm. same kind of spaces. So if you don't take time to be with yourself, literally understand, guys, what makes me lovable? Yeah. What is it that makes me stand out in this relationship? Mm. And what is it that I want as a uh, purposeful loving, the love that heals? You know what I like about this this whole lockdown is that it, it's coming with so much um, perspective, like you're doing a lot of like introspection and you 
you can't run away from reality like there's nobody to be hopping onto now like you need to face the music and i think that's currently where i am actually where everybody should be because listen it's not a single yeah. person struggle i don't want you or anyone to yeah. actually feel like i'm alone it's a generational struggle relationships are yeah. seeing are seeing flames absolutely if you go to twitter if you go to any social media platform um love or relationship are the most um painful thing the youth in south africa are experiencing and i can tell you that um, it's actually this idea that we know what we are doing we don't know what we are doing we really really don't and from a place of not knowing the knowing comes and it only when you admit that you don't know what you're doing that the knowing yeah. start coming but because you already are ahead of things you've already started things on your own and well that's gonna be the toxicity that you see today according to um, an article on meet wife one of the signs of mommy issues in a female's are feminist views so basically she's not instilled in gender stereotypes simply because of her upbringing her mother wasn't a perfect example of a gender role so the idea of equality appeals to her most um she doesn't want to be a housewife she does not she's not obsessed with the idea of becoming a mother you know what um there is masculine and feminine blueprint that each child develops in them psychologically that they used mm-hmm. to interact they actually used to interact okay. with their partners and with the world around them right that comes with negotiating power mm-hmm. representation in terms of gender and others and normally when people are brought in mm-hmm. or brought up in actually families that are either single parent headed it can be both either a dad or a mom they they get a lot of yeah instillment of that figure if it's a female it will be a lot of masculine um blueprint and if it's a male it will be um a lot of um feminine blueprint hmm. so what happens is that when that happens when you have lacked that female figure or a male figure in your life as a feminist um you always constantly trying to address the frustrations you shared with mom due to the absence yeah. of your father so always you are trying to be a man in your conversation literally trying to be a man in your construction of the world around you interaction with people around you that's why they are so a bit aggressive very much aggressive a a bit misandry Mm. in nature because the true definition of feminism has nothing to do with hatred of men or actually um mistreating other people Feminism is just equality. It's about empowerment. Empowerment and equality yeah. of both the genders. Nothing that yeah. we see. This is yeah. misandry, which is hatred of male. Actually, has actually ruined the whole movement of feminism. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I'm having deja vu because everything that you're talking about now, I've seen it. Um. So basically, I have a comment here on on Facebook. 
where a guy um was speaking on on mommy issues so he says um it comes from being attached to an overbearing parent so this will have um, men not knowing how to cook clean and do laundry because mom did it and in turn he looks for partners that will enforce the role that mom played so basically what i'm getting here is that the man will actively look for a maid and i think of a personal experience whereby i was in a relationship with someone and i found myself being so domestic because that's what he wanted and i'm not so the domestic type because mm-hmm. he can pull you into whatever he's trying to address remember the previous argument i made was that we are attempting to address the frustration or the things we lacked or experienced with our parents during yeah. childhood in our relationship mm-hmm. with this other it can be a girl or a guy right so yeah. she, he enforces or rather pull you with that need of his as an attempt to recreate mm. his mom in the relationship that you guys had it's very toxic it's very yeah. it's very toxic because very then toxic. he doesn't understand and love you for who you are but he loves you for who his mom is Ooh. wow wow and um don't you think um like absent absent fathers are a product of, of absent mothers one of the conversations that I I actually had with uh, in one of my podcasts was that fatherhood and motherhood um, are interrelated, right? Um, you become yeah. a father in relation to the mother. The whole single parent thing, it's not functional. It can be celebrated, but it's not functional because what happens is that on the other yeah. side, you're constantly reinforcing untrue things to this child about male figures right normally you will by the time a a little girl grows up he he's she is literally Mm. boiling with anger in relation to males if not to be too submissive Mm. in order to actually attempt to be loved because of the lack of love or literally a masculine touch from a male figure and um on the article they mentioned um the signs um mommy issue signs in a man whereby um there's no respect so they like respect for women and in most times you have to earn his respect through your experiences or even your accomplishments so it's at the end what i'm getting here is that you have to constantly try prove yourself but then that person cannot be pleased by anything like it's a dysfunction that you can't do anything about. Literally, that's, that needs a psychological intervention. Because today, yeah. if you try to become that mom that he's wanting you to become, you don't know the frustration yeah. this guy had with mom? He might just yeah. escalate into another episode of disorder. So it's a tricky position True. to put yourself in. And I'm, I'm seeing that... Um, there's 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 signs of of daddy issues in the female where um there's no concept of of boundaries and here um i I feel like i'm having deja vu once again because um i feel like every person has standards and when i entered that relationship um i just began to like I, i kept throwing them out throwing them out to accommodate that person so i feel like as females sometimes we tolerate toxic relationships so much in hope that the person becomes better and we just keep throwing away our boundaries throwing away our boundaries what happens is that we missing the 
importance of our boundaries, which are there to protect us. And we normally just break those walls to accommodate yeah. other people whom we don't know and understand how, mm. to what extent they can protect ourselves from themselves. Everyone has some hohos in them. Everyone yeah. has some hohos in them. You understand? So I think course, it has yeah. to come to a standpoint yeah. where you negotiate your frustration with other people. It starts from both relationally to sexually. Mm -hmm. People can withhold your sexual gratification because yeah. just to enforce frustration because of whatever they're trying to address in their previous uh, their childhood yeah. relationship, right? Your relationship sexually can literally be demolished because of mm. that dysfunction. So when normally females do find themselves denuded or they remove all the boundaries that are meant to be protective to them, in attempt to accommodate other people and that's the most riskiest thing ever yeah. because when he has you 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 get left into this state of confusion about what you have to do then what i wonder what i have to do in mm. order for me to both be loved because i mean i took down all the walls to accommodate this person he could not even acknowledge that yeah mm -hmm. and and when that comes to an end you crumble literally you crumble, crumble. You got nothing to stand on. All your walls are down. Literally nothing. You're walking naked emotionally. Yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. And I actually, I actually have a story for us. It's from a female. She says that I grew up in a female-dominated household. I felt loved and taken care of. I'd be lying if I said I lacked anything physically or mentally at that. When I was younger, my guardian would fetch me from church every day with a PS in hand without fail. My dinners we always had together with my family and Sundays when we reserved for church. I felt supported and loved, but there was a, a huge gap in my heart for a father figure. When I was young, I didn't realize that, but today I do. I, and I was completely intrigued by the opposite sex. She says that she had her first kiss at the age of nine and the first time she had sex was at the age of 15. So do you think um, she got um, sexually active at an early age because of that missing father figure or what? Literally, there is no masculine blueprint. There is this talk that T.D. Jakes had in his um, sermon called He Motion. Yeah. That when you, guys, you can try to, to feed people and treat them well. The mm -hmm. psychological needs are the most powerful needs in a child, yeah. right? So he was mentioning that we actually lack male figures and fathers in families to an extent that the first touch or the first experience of a male that a girl experiences will be when that man is on top of her mm -hmm. wow on top of her meaning that sleeping with her yeah yeah yeah, and, yeah 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 wow and because they continuously wondering how it will feel to have this other gender, to be around this other gender. They're always wondering, I wonder how it will feel. Because I know so much about this gender. So yeah. much has been said about this gender. And I wonder how it must or it feels to have that gender around. So now they are in their heightened state of hormones. Mm. And what are they going to do? They're going to go for those old men. And that's a representation of father in their both their emotional need and literally in their relation with them yeah 
Yeah, because she, she did mention that um, it was someone who was a bit older. Exactly. It wouldn't be someone who is younger. Never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, um, my question then becomes, Uti, how do you move past from all of this? Like, how do you overcome and in order for you to build healthier relationships? I think it's to notice your need. First of all, you got to, that's why I say it needs a, th- a bit of therapeutic intervention in this kind of discussions as well. Um, understand yeah. what actually pulls you and pushes you. What is okay. it that actually draws yeah. you in, in terms of attraction? Why suddenly you need guys who are like are 10 years older than you? What will they be mm-hmm. there for representing in your life? Is it really a relational need than a psychological need? Because most of the time then yeah. we confuse and these old males as well, they are as confused as we are. Um, you end up just putting them wherever you want them to function. That is to say, remember that guy who was replacing mom with um, your experience? Uh, uh, the girl yeah. in this regard replaces that or form her own dad or father figure with this guy in a romantic relationship. But unfortunately, it's more emotionally and psychologically damaging because you're having sex with your father psychologically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's a a bit of a problem there. It is very problematic because you grow up early at the same time. It's like you skip some phases in your childhood. Exactly. And skipping phases, what, what, what happens? Just like when you force a young child uh, from crawling and you start forcing them to walk, their fine muscles don't develop. Yeah. They won't be good at sport and other stuff. Sure. But don't you think it also catches up in your life at some point? It does. That's why I say they won't be good at sport. So it catches up. Um, normally, when you're grown up now, you're a woman. Yeah you still try to address the same kind of frustration. When you're going to have a boy child, you're going to try to make him into... Because obviously that guy um, won't last to be your husband mm. because it's a psychological um, representation of attraction. It's a psychologically motivated attraction. Yeah. It's difficult. Yeah. So what happens is that then eventually you have a boy child whom you will replace to be that of which you wanted. Mm-hmm. So it's that cycle of dysfunction that spiral out of control until you actually pull yourself out of this formula and the confusion we're having in south africa Mm -hmm. and actually start constructing what you want and how you want things to be done consciously Mm -hmm. you have to be conscious because the unconscious mind is very powerful yeah it's very powerful have you ever just scrolled through your facebook and before you know it you've been sitting for two hours yeah that's the unconscious mind it's just running yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. it's running itself so you got to figure okay if i have this beautiful high functioning computer which is my mm-hmm. mind i got to figure out the programs that needs to be in this computer yeah and be aware of every program that is in there because you can't just be function using your computer and suddenly it shuts out true and you don't know what made it what made it to do yeah that. that's very true this has been a really interesting conversation mr mashango I am always grateful for your presence. I was told that I'm, I must mention what you do. <laughs> Mr. Matango is a, is a masculinity researcher and he's also a psychologist. And that, be, that is all we have for today. Thank you.